This is Jennifer at No Label Brewery, and you're listening to Drink of Ages Radio Show with John Denman. Come out to No Label seven days a week and join us for some badass beers on tap. Don't forget to visit our website at nolabelbrew.com for all events happening at our brewery. Hope to see you soon. I can think of only one thing that could lift my spirits right now. Beer. 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 This is Drink of Ages on ESPN 97.5. The only show dedicated to craft beer, spirits, and music. Here's your host and luminary, luminary. John Denman. John Denman. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Drink of Ages radio show. I'm John Denman, partner in crime over here, DJ Muskratch, hanging out every week, making this show sound good, playing on about the badass music through the whole thing, and... This episode of Drink of Ages is sponsored by our buddies over St. Arnold Brewing Company. And, man, their multi-award-winning Oktoberfest beer is out. It's been out for a little bit now. And, man, if you want to go get some 6.6%, something to really get you doing the polka and some chicken dance, man, get out there. Try some St. Arnold Oktoberfest. It is available. And you can find it in package. Find it on tap. Or just go by the new beer garden. Check it out. If you haven't been over there, uh, go get a burger, slice pizza, and try some of that Oktoberfest. But St. Arnold Brewing Company, it's pretty tasty, man. It's not a bad little beer. Uh, this week, this week we are on location. kind of step out of the pub for a little bit, and we decided to come over to Onion Creek. So a few weeks back, uh, actually not a few weeks, a few months back, it's kind of like our guest today. Let's just get through that. Bobby Bobby Harl from Backviews joining Yo. us. Yes, and then Gunner Crew. How are you here at Onion Creek? So I stopped in, and he took over the position as GM here. We started talking. And I was like, "Yeah, Gunner's a good guy." We're talking this and that. And then before you know it, he's you know, it's like, "Man, wait a minute, this guy has a lot to talk about." And from uh, uh, he's been in the industry for quite some time, and right. has not only just around here, but I mean everywhere. Everywhere. Been around a little bit. I've been over the international dateline more than the Texas border. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty rad. I mean, that that is certainly something to say. I mean, in terms of industry elsewhere, that that else is the cool thing about what, you know, alcohol brings us together because we drink everywhere. It's quite amazing. It is true. Maybe different ways, maybe different things, but we all drink. Yeah. Yeah, no, I've worked in places where Lone Star and Shiner are imports. (laughs) <laughs> but oddly enough, hey, you still you see, see that on yeah, menus. Yeah, you see some menus in town, <laughs> and that's still true. Right, and that's when you – it's really great at the bottle and can bars where you just turn that Shiner bottle over, and you're like, huh, Shiner, Texas, 7-7, whatever. Uh, are you sure? Sure, like, this is right, an yeah, import. We're just going to move on. Yeah, Lone Star, I mean, it kind of makes sense. They are Russian-owned. I mean, it's, technically it could be <laughs> an import, but Shiner bike, no. That one why, – why that one was ever an import, it yeah. always – it always you know, confused me. Uh, what they meant to say was premium. However, somehow it ended up on the somehow, import Yeah, portion. they didn't want to put that extra line. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. They didn't know what craft beer was. It yeah, was I got to hit it in or again and put like a different word. Let's just throw in imports. Nobody knows. With all your eight We do know. All of you who do that, we brews. do know, and it's not an import. It is not Amuse important. Us. Even if you're just, even if you, the line, t- if, the t- if, the, if the title of that section of the menu is 
more expensive because we can. I'm good with that. Yes. Uh, but it can't. Import makes no sense. Well, I mean, there's probably a time that if you were in Louisiana, it could have been on the import list. Well, it, you know, the thing <laughs> is, back 20 years ago, there was no craft beer, so to speak, of it was Shiner sure. and Abita. Those are the two. Dixie. Yeah, yeah. You get all those black and voodoo. All that stuff was around, and it wasn't. You couldn't really. Call it import because, but you couldn't charge it as a domestic. So, yeah, yeah. a lot of that stuff menus got slopped together. Customers were angry at you, thinking you're trying to pinch an extra penny out of them. <laughs> you know, and it just—it was an odd deal because I mean there was no craft beer scene back then. So. Yeah, every once in a while, yeah, but it's just weird. You know, you still see it, but at least now in a lot of menus they they are supporting more craft beer, and you actually have your craft list. And but you don't see. Shiner on that one, you see that one underneath like your Bud Lights and everything yeah. else now. So, yeah. yeah. It, it, always, it always gets muddy because you have, I mean, there's so many options to choose from. And I, being one of those options, you know, it, it's it's continually an interesting and very evolving, fast paced market to be in because how, how do you how do you stay in that? So, you know, I would imagine as a bar owner or whatever, and Gunner can speak more to this, obviously, you know, what do you do with that? And it's, it's a tricky situation to put yourself in. It's always evolving. I'm always reading and keeping up because I can't drink as many beers that come out in the course of a week, <laughs> you know. So you have to stay on top of it for sure. And it's always one thing we do here that's a little bit different than the other creeks. We try and keep stuff that you don't find every other place. So uh, we bring that in because our you know brings it down that way. I get a chance to learn more about the industry. I can see what's going on. Keep myself fresh and. We get our customers enjoy it. We start to see a lot of them coming in just to see what we have on the wall as opposed to getting the same old song. Well, I got to say, when we're setting up, uh, again, things radio over here, a gentleman came by and, and starts asking what we're doing. We explain, yeah, we're ESPN radio, setting stuff up, you know, talk to Gunner and Bobby from Back Pew. And we're all sitting over here, and he asked if we ever had any ranch water. And it's like, well, you know, never know what's going to you know, No, I haven't. And... So he brought us one, and it's uh, tasty. it is I mean, really I, tasty. I, I, also, for everybody who knows, you know, of course, we love talking beer, we love talking music, but I mean, honestly, we respect all spirits and imbibe all spirits equally. So don't think that we have any particular bias. And this is, well, first he's like Topo Chico. He's like, I like Topo Chico with a little lime and a shot of tequila. It's refreshing. Which I guess he looked at guys like me and John and even DJ Muscratch and I mean, you know, if, if anybody's seen John, relatively albino, we're all very pale. You can basically see our veins. So maybe that was why he kind of wanted to make sure he like warned us about it beforehand because he's like, I don't know, you guys are pretty white. I don't know if we should be giving you guys tequila before you tape a radio show. But in fact, that may have been the best option. Uh, and um, it's, and I so, learned to drink tequila in Mazatlan. And down in Mexico, we used to we've been went there a couple times early in our marriage. And one time, I went to the bar to get some beers and Kelly a drink. And I was like, Dos Equis, Margarita, uh, Uno Shot Tequila, blah blah blah. They set down tequila, and I shot it really fast. And this big man beside me wearing a red speedo, he didn't look at me. He just goes, "That's not how you drink tequila." <laughs> I was like. Teach me the ways, master. And <laughs> like two hours later, and a lot of sipping tequilas, uh, pretty much everyone they had going through and talking about them and all that, I, I learned a lesson about tequila. You also probably felt pretty good. 
oh, okay. Well, he's like, where the hell have you been? I'm like, I need to introduce you to my buddy here in a red Speedo. We're hanging out tonight. So, yeah, it all worked out just fine. Kelly's still with him, by the and way. And she's still there. anybody's yes. wondering, it, it did work out she, for the better. She likes these weird adventures that I, I put her in most of the time. Not all the time. <laughs> Not all the time. But, uh... Now, Onion Creek, Onion Creek's one, this is a kick-ass place, man. It's been around for a little while, right here off of White Oak, just north downtown I-10 uh, Heights area. So, been around for, actually, how many 15 years? 15 years. 15 years, man. Well, that's yeah. They, uh, one of the cool things they do here annually is a chili cook-off. That's coming up right around the corner, too. Yeah, it has to Yeah, it is, huh? Yeah. And breweries, pinning the breweries against each other, making a pot of chili. Uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a good event. We lot big turnout. It's good to have the different breweries come out, and everybody has a good time with it. Just like any cook-off, there's some excellent, and then there's some not-so-excellent. And <laughs> when you run across the not-so-excellent, and then they're your friends, they're like, oh, man, you got to try this. And they're like, we did all this stuff. And you're like, Man, I gotta tell you, that's uh, that's that's not bad. <laughs> yep, not hey, bad. But at the same time, it's, it's it's one of those things I gotta tell you. It's it's just like taking a beer to somebody. You're like, hey, isn't that great? And they look, she's like, oh yeah, it's pretty good. If you're like, oh yeah, I could drink that. You're usually like, you didn't like it that much. At least you, at least you just say it. Like, no, nah, I don't like that. It's okay. It's okay. That was uh, back in the old homebrew shop days. Yeah, you don't want to be mean because people are super excited about making beer. Oh, right? And so they come in and they're like, I just made my first batch, super excited, I want you to taste it. And it's always like... Um, yeah, yeah, that's nice. That, that <laughs> that's nice. indeed has... But let's talk about this. Where, you know, it was, yeah. Back in the... We had some homebrew guys that I knew back in the day and they'd bring in stuff and I used to dip snuff at the time. And some of their beer made the Copenhagen taste good. It was Ooh. terrible. <laughs> Ooh. Grainy, old, like Ooh. soy, foamy soy sauce. That, well, I mean, it can happen. It can happen. But Gunnar, how about white? How about uh, like white, something like white linen? I, I hear you guys were like having a big ass party down here. I was down here with Animal Justice League. We were giving some beer away for them to help raise some money. But yeah. I mean, I'm sure you guys were doing something crazy as well. I didn't we, really we, make it over here. Yeah, we killed it at White Linen. It was a good event. Everybody up and down White Oak here put out a great night i mean it was it was packed you couldn't walk anywhere we did a take on the catalina wine mixer yeah. was our theme so we had the white tablecloths everywhere the big white tent uh heights funk collective with our band oh, dj yeah. uh, uh fx was out here it was a great night we had up and down like i said it was everywhere was packed but we had, we had a little bit bigger you know we had the space for it but yeah, yeah. everybody i mean you couldn't walk up and down here without Seeing people having a good time. But White awesome. Oak, on the White Linen Night, that's our big, big event for the year. That's sure. one we kill it on. I yeah. would imagine. I mean, it's a, it's, the whole place goes nuts. Yeah, it's, it's, and, it it's huge for us. We bring bartenders and busboys in that don't normally work. We get, have four bars out in the parking lot at least, and then all the bars in here run. I mean, it's, just, it's a lot of fun. I mean, it takes a lot of effort, but it's a lot of fun. It's like 15, 16 years ago, we used to live over off in Timbergrove. And, right. and so, you know, we'd come over here, check it out. And then it was, there was always houses that were having parties. And yeah. they're like, oh, man, they have an ice block for shots. You know, that's, that's crazy. <laughs> but it was, yeah, but it was very Official calm. Term. People, you know, were like rolling our kids in little uh, carriers, all this stuff, and wagons. And, and it was kind of calm. Then, like, all of a sudden, things just switched. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, like, 
50,000 more people showed up. And it turned like, you know what? It's white linen night. And things, things it's a party now. I mean, it's, you know, it yeah, has it, been. You know, back out in this area, you used to you'd only come out in the Heights if you wanted a good used car. I mean, there was nothing <laughs> out here. A few live music venues on Washington. That's true. The King Biscuit on White Oak at the yep. end. But Fish, other man. than that, Fish I mean. it has been a staple. Yeah. It was a staple. Was. Yeah. Was a I mean, it was just a lot of stuff. You know, Fitzgerald's out there was the only place around on this street. And then we came up. And started out just as a coffee house, so sure. and then it moved up into the whole bar area. But I mean, it's just this whole area has grown. I started out here years ago on Durham and Washington at Bubba's and Floyd's out there. <laughs> so old Bubba's, yeah. yeah. Bubba's. Walter's Ice House when it was on Durham, I was out there for a while. I mean, it's just a lot of fun. This whole area is just boom. Absolutely. So all right, let's take a quick break as uh, most of us are out of something to drink. So. <laughs> Take a break. We'll be back. We are at Onion Creek right here off of White Oak with Bobby from Backview and Gunner from right here at Onion Creek. This is Drink of Ages. We'll be right back. And our friends over at Platypus Brewing have been really busy lately. I mean, they just did a collaboration with Copperhead Brewery called Definitely a Collaboration Hazy IPA. And, man, you stop in there and try some, and you'll be able to find this beer all over town. I had some at Brewmasters. It was really good. So look for some Definitely a Collaboration Hazy IPA by Platypus and Copperhead Brewery, and it's all over the place. And then also something else that they have coming up that I'm really looking forward to as well is the third beer in their IPA summer sipping series called What a Prick. This hibiscus prickly pear IPA is 7%. It is brewed with mosaic and azaka hops, so it's going to be nice and fruity. You'll be able to find that one as well. So stop by Platypus Brewery and man, hang out and grab a pint. Thistle Draft Shop up in spring. If you haven't been, you need to definitely go check them out. So many beers on tap. I mean, more than you can count, over 90 beers on tap, plus, uh, I don't know, like 30 feet of refrigeration that's full of all kind of beers you can have there and take to go. But don't miss out on their food. So, you know, make the quick drive up to spring to Thistle Draft Shop and try them out. But one thing that they have coming up on October 20th, just going to put this on your calendar, from 2 p.m. to 8 p.m., they're going to have a little beer fest over there. And so there's going to be over 30 breweries hanging out and you know, hopefully the weather's going to be nice, so it'll be outside. If not, it could be inside. And it's going to be just a good time to walk around, sample a bunch of local beers. There's going to be food, little appetizers, and all kinds of different things happening at Thistle Draft Shop October 20th. So more information is going to come up here. You'll, you'll see more about that on Facebook, especially if you follow them. Admission is going to be free, but then you have to purchase your tickets for samples. Uh, it's going to be a good time, and it's also going to help benefit Craft Pack. So... Definitely go out there October 20th, and if you've never been, go check out Thistle Draft Shop.
right, this is Drink of Ages. We are back. We're over here at Onion Creek, off of uh, White Oak, just over in the Heights, the south part of the Heights here. And we're hanging out with Gunner Crew, and he's Jim over here, and then Bobby Harl over from Backview on the north side of town. Yes, you all have to listen to my terrible radio voice yet again. <laughs> at least you don't have a face for radio. That's what I was told. I had a face for radio. I like that. <laughs> Well, like well what does it mean that's, if somebody says rough. I have a face and a voice for radio? Well, <laughs> it's, uh, I was like, well, thanks. And then you just looked at me. I'm like, maybe they didn't mean that. Has, has anybody seen the recent? There, there's a there, Well, it's, it's a terrible tragedy that's about to occur on the East Coast with this I new know, hurricane. Greg, what are you talking about? But has anybody seen the particular really awesome maps? Uh, of yeah, what put out by the National Weather. Caught yes. like right into basically uh, this. It looks like an open mouth. It's yeah, quite it's fantastic. Coming. Coming right yeah. in, yeah. I don't I, know. It's, it's like on the level of, does anybody remember back when on the West Coast there was a uh, Asia Air flight that, that crashed around San Francisco? And there was an intern. It happened to be his last day. Yeah. And he decided to make up the names of the pilots. Um, like way too low, banking yes. pow. Does anybody remember that? Yes. It's, yeah. it's, it's it almost like made. some intern was like, yes, this might be real science. But let's have fun with it. Make it look like a giant penis. Yes. And they said, let's do it. And put yeah. it on national television, which yeah. is fantastic. It's been all over. Every map has had that. They've shown yeah. that. Yeah. I, I looked at it, and I'm like, hey, I'll be back in like five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's something going on here. I need to investigate further. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I put in KHOU 11, but I think I got red tube. And so <laughs> not sure how that happened, but interesting redirect there. Really right. Uh, yeah, hurricane season. Fortunately, you know, it's looking like we're still going to be in the clear for a little while uh, with all the Take it as long as we can get it. fantastic storms that's been going on. It's been raining like crazy, uh, yeah. which sucks. You but to go away. Yeah, it, eventually it'll stop. Eventually it'll stop, and mosquitoes will be plentiful. But, but it will be fall in Houston, which means so much stuff to do. Fall in Houston is a great time. Yeah, uh, yeah. Gunner was just talking about some events he's got coming up. Need the DJ. So what were those, Gunner? Oh wait, we actually have an Oktoberfest coming up. We have an Oktoberfest on the 29th. We're going to do a Steinhoist cornhole tournament. We have the New Offenders playing during the day. Awesome. New Offenders, is yeah, a great that's band. a great band. Hey, those guys yeah. are great. Uh, New Offenders will be playing. We're going to run uh, a pretzel toss. All right. It's all kinds of good, a lot of fun stuff. Then in November, uh, October, of course, you got all the pub crawls, the Halloween stuff that goes up and down yeah, the street. Um, then in November, we've got a market that benefits human trafficking. I don't how that no, works. It in fights human trafficking. <laughs> yeah, not, yeah, it doesn't support human trafficking. The cause supports anti-human trafficking. Well, least, yeah, because at his faith, I'm like, you know, it's yeah. for childhood cancer, but it's not for childhood cancer. It's not to, like, benefit yeah. childhood cancer. Yeah. 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 Let's make sure we're clear so, on it. It's always, it's always fun because people look at you a little weird sometimes. Yeah. So, yes, it's a negative human trafficking. We're not a DOA. We're not for human trafficking, nor nor is Onion Creek. Who was it? There was. I, I am not kidding one time. We did a event that was trying to raise money and awareness for human trafficking, and a genius I had working for me suggested we did a bikini car wash with some of the girls from Treasures, and I'm like, uh, I think that's the wrong thing. Yeah, it might not <laughs> We're be the exact wrong. right I don't think message. that's going to help much. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm not trying to make light we of that subject. We didn't no even mean. have to pay Yeah, them. no, but it's like, man, all right, hold on. Let's let's just walk through this yeah. for the next time you have a suggestion. <laughs> I'm like, let's, yeah, let's think the, the whole thing out first. Uh, I like that, John. It's, all right, so, so when something comes to your brain, here's what you're going to do with it. 
And if you think about what we're trying to do, say good, bad. If it goes in the bad category, just go ahead and let it go. Just you let know, that I go mean, off into the amorphous. Yeah, you know, just spitballing ideas. They're all they're all fun, especially when you're sitting at a table. And then you always have that one person that throws something out there, and everybody just stops and it's like, that. that that, no, man. This is said in 1984. I've had that <laughs> where I, I've told my guys, I said, you know, whenever you get an idea like that, 180 that and then go with that. Yeah. Right. Go with that plan. But, you know, it's nice to have those people to bring you back because sometimes you know, you're kind of like maybe like, oh, okay, let's push the boundaries, push the boundaries. And then you want that guy to be like, hey, the boundary, I just, I'm leaving the boundary <laughs> no. behind. We're going to go over here and we're going to exist in this space now. And you're like, all right, we're good. We're, we're well within the boundary with all of our other ideas. Thank you for showing that. You may now leave the meeting. Um, we're going to continue on these other paths. Hanging out here in Onion Creek with Gunner Crew and uh, Bobby Harrell from Backview. I tried to put like five words into Just one. Just call me Johnny. Oh, that's all right. Yes. But, when um, I was in the Navy, I used to get that. When they'd find out my name was Gunner, all oh, the Marines had a stroke. Gunner, Gunner. Because <laughs> they call their warrant officers Gunners. And I was uh, on a... Marine base for a little bit as a Navy uh, helicopter radar op and op um, technician. So we'd go in there and we'd walk around and our hair was always longer and they'd come <laughs> yell at us and we're like, I'm Navy, baby. <laughs> uh, we sign your checks. <laughs> Let me tell you, there's never been Marines and Navy guys will fight each other at the drop of the hat, but if you're in a group, and heaven forbid an Air Force guy showed up, then it's fair game. Everybody on the yeah, airman. That'd be bad. That Nobody be bad. likes the Air Force. The enemy of my friend. <laughs> right. well, so, well, interestingly, so first of all, thank you for the service. But interestingly, like what earlier we heard, the same people who talked to us about the ranch water, um, they said that they were having trouble getting a, a run done for yeah, a little five k uh, for yeah USO yeah USO, which I, I was found a little shocking. I'm surprised more people wouldn't be behind like making that happen. So. Um, no, no, maybe make it service. happen over at Backview. That would be. We can make that happen. Don't worry about yes. that. We can make that happen. We have lots of space. Even if I make you do laps, it's going to happen. I, I think if if if, if we, it ends up being up there, then we need to have Topo Chico sponsor it. We need to have a tequila company sponsor it, and then like every every one k, there needs to be ranch water <laughs> that you have to drink. Oh. oh. That would, I actually think that'd be a highly popular event because <laughs> you're like hydrating Hydra as well as dehydrating at the same time. Yes, and Topo Chico, it's one of the like, like carbonated water, something I never really drank at all. It's like, eh, I never worried about it. And then my sister starts going out with this Italian guy. And so every time we do anything, we're drinking carbonated water, you know, and wine. Yeah. And it's like, man, this stuff is actually pretty Lambrusco. good. Hey, man, Lambrusco, that's the, that's a cheap way to get drunk. Yes, and so I learned that it goes well with a whole lot of things. Remember back in the day, the Zimas, when everybody, oh, Zima. we used to take they the root beer schnapps and pour inside a Zima. Oh, oh you'd be messed up. Root beer up. schnapps. I have not done that one. Oh, it's great. I used great. to take lemon heads and drop those in there. Okay. That's what I used to do. Lemon heads, Jolly Ranchers. Jolly Ranchers, yeah, Jolly Ranchers. Ranchers. Root beer schnapps, uh, hot damn, or in the cactus fire, fire water, whatever them schnapps nice. used to be back in the nice. 80s and 90s. Wow. Fill them up with yeah. a half Zima, Holy half schnapps. Shit. Woo! What? Like, how, did, how did the Zima rebirth go last year? A lot year? of Peter's Wildlife Nights. Way back <laughs> in the day. Yes. Yeah. Like Goldschlager, is that still a thing? Um, you know, we don't sell a lot of it, but it's still, you yes. got to have it. Every now and then you'll get those. You got to have yeah. it. Yeah. It's a staple. You'll sell one flakes. bottle a month. 
you know, but it was it was a it was a bottle of Goldschlager and a lot of beers one night, and we ended up in Cancun about six hours later, and stayed there for almost 21 days, thinking we we're going to live there. And it all goes back to Goldschlager. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just so viscous. I did. I, oh, it makes me. It gives me the chills. It reminds yeah. me of about 2007. Uh, it reminds me of places that I don't want to go back to. Yeah. It, Other than Cancun, I'll go back there. But yeah, Cancun would be pretty good. To go back to. And then you make all the different schnapps with it. You had to. Screaming Nazis were half Rumplemans, half Jägermeister. You ever had one of those? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Awful. Oh, man, Jäger. I'm surprised I made it through 90s. <laughs> you know, every once in a while, I, I, people remind me. And I was like, did the 90s actually happen? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, hey, the 90s were an awesome time. Blur. It was a weird time, but it was an awesome time. You think about it. You started off coming right out of the 80s, which is a weird time in the world, okay? Coming out of the 80s was a weird time in the world. But then you ended up in the grunge phase. And the grunge phase was a different phase. It, it shocked the world. I mean, Nirvana, all that stuff that was going on was weird. But keep in mind, no matter how much you love the 90s, how much you love that, you had frosted tips at the end. And that just ruined the 90s as it went yeah. out to the early 2000s. Because then you were all of a sudden into boy bands and the Spice Girls and stuff <laughs> like that. It was a weird, weird time in nice. that we all were like, oh, yeah, Nirvana. Green Day, Spice Girls, Backstreet Boys, like 98 Degrees. I mean, it was just, it was a weird time at the end of it. But it was such a glorious period for those of us who love the 90s. I think that we all had our paths. And at that crossroad where you're like, let's go this way. And hey, man, there's some good punk bands that, that are coming out. Up Ivy. Hey, so those let's of us go who this love way. Ska were yeah, like, yeah, this yeah. 90s are why we love Scott. There, there was, there was, there was some great music back then. Yeah. It was a weird time. But it was the nineties were a weird time. They were. They were a weird time. But it, it weird and different than the eighties. Like the eighties was just I I, I think was, music in general was horrible in the eighties. Even 80s bands is bad. like ZZ Top was bad. Uh, Cars were terrible. Oh, Ted Nugent was terrible. I mean, it was just nothing was good. I don't know. Ted Nugent hadn't been good Mustang since seventy four. in the eighties. I mean, the Mustangs. The Mustangs were 80s. horrible. The Mustang the too, right? Well, I I remember my mom taking me to go see Huey Lewis in the news. <laughs> in the eighties, probably a pretty good show. <laughs> yes, she Relatively took me to see speaking. David Lee Roth in the eighties. I saw him at backstage <laughs> once. Yeah, remember backstage over on Bissonette? Dude, that be the David Lee Roth was kicking off a big tour in Dallas or something, and he did a warm up show at backstage in Houston, and uh, he was so he was lit. You couldn't. <laughs> the dudes are, I mean, I've seen Van Halen with him, you know, singing before 1984. Rockstar, man. Yeah. He, I mean, he was. He was the epitome of a front man in the 80s, but and on his own, he just like he didn't care. He'd come out and he had white all over his face and he just, <laughs> bottle of Jack Daniels spilling all over the stage. Diamond David Pants Lee Roth. Button, and he just sat there and just wow! That was it. Yeah. <laughs> Did a couple high kicks and left. Dude, the high kick. That's something that needs to be brought back in the rock and roll. Just don't bring back the spandex. I didn't say anything about that. I just said high kick. High kick, yes. And they always carried jeans. an extra pair of socks jeans. in their spandex, too, in case their feet got wet. <laughs> All right, let's take a quick break from this uh, Drink of Ages radio show. We'll be back. We're over silliness. here at Onion Creek. Silliness is what it is. We'll be right back.
Spindle Tap is killing it with their IPAs. Heavy Hands, Justin, Houston Hayes, Draped Up, all have been phenomenal brews. With all the tasty releases, man, don't forget about Hop Gusher. This has been one of my favorite go-to beers for a while now. 6.5%, nicely balanced with a blast of hoppy aroma. The citrus taste and slight bitterness makes this a crowd pleaser. Grab some Hop Gusher and make this a regular in your beer fridge. If you are a fan of good beer, then come by Drink of Ages Pub, 1005 Wall Drive in Montrose. We have over 200 beers with 32 specially rotating taps of badass beers, cider, kombucha, and cold-brewed nitro coffee. Take a 32-ounce growler or build a mixed six-pack to go. You can even bring your own growlers in, and we will fill them. Drink of Ages Pub, badass beer for here, badass beer to go. Drink of Ages, we are back. You're listening to ESPN Radio. I'm John Denman, DJ Mustrash, producer. We're hanging out here at Onion Creek, right here off of White Oak over in the Heights. We have Gunner Crew, the GM of Gunner Creek, and then of Gunner Creek, of Gunner, Onion Creek. That would actually Gunner be Creek. a pretty awesome name. Oh, like, if there's going to be another creek in Houston, it should be Gunner Creek. I, I need think. to get in tight. That's, not, that's not a bad Gunner one. Creek. That's a good I mean, name right there. Like, like Onion Creek, that doesn't, like, you know, Cedar, you have, you know, you have Canyon, like, there's not, yeah, I don't know, whatever, but yeah, Gunner Creek, Gunner pretty Creek. red, you know. So it needs to have a lazy river. If you actually yeah, they, they if you make that, it a needs a lazy have... river and a hot dog stand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, that you can Done. grab in the Done. river. Be... As you're going to... If you hey. float by, you grab one. First of all, there's a float-up bar. February, it's a float-up bar. February 18th, we're in that lazy river, heated with a hot dog bar. I'd be there. I'd it looked like day. a it looked like a tree of life, but it's yes. a bunch of their hot dogs. There'll be hot dogs. No, I'd be there. I'd be there. Or a Joshua that tree. That would be there. We would be there. Oh man. <laughs> Mass. That's a done deal right there. That's done. Yeah. That's a. If anybody's ever like, you want to do a Lazy River Bar concept, you better say yes and exactly. call me after that because you're like, hey, I know who can sponsor this. Wow. Yeah. Uh, just we I'd walk. Do, eat, we walk. We could do the radio show from floats. Yes. That would be like we got to get Bluetooth everything. It'd be, it'd be amazing. It's all yeah. DJ Muskrat. If, if DJ can do it, we're we're good. We're, we're good. Him a barge out of five gallon. Have a little barge in the back with two kegs. turntables. Get some empty kegs. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Kegs and yeah. Float through. Couple turntables up there. Get him. What's that? Creative records. Boats that had the the things on the bottom. Yeah. And he can float on that, the, the pontoon, the wooden pontoon. The All right, well, we just developed like an amazing female. concept. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. out there. That hey, bar will be open group, within six months. Somebody's like, going to hear it. That bar will be open. Well, what, what, you know, that just goes to show like good thoughts really happen when you drink a lot. <laughs> and now, so for general listeners, if you're ever curious about this, because a lot of us have seen that 70s show. Um, you should record your thoughts when you're imbibing extraneous substances. Um, you know, they, they chose one, we chose another one. But beer, at least generally, beer is more productive. Um, you, do, you can't necessarily, like, forget what you said. But now we have, like, written record of what we thought. So given the opportunity to do a Lazy River-based bar, you know that John Denman, Bobby Harlan, Gunner should all 
be into it. So, yeah, it's uh, and, and easy much grass. So we, we got this thing covered. So you got music, you got booze, you got, you got the whole nine yards. It's, it's done. done. It's done. This is over. Trademark drink of ages. <laughs> yeah, I mean, drink and of ages river. You know what? Honestly, it need, you know, just thinking about like our product productivity, uh, it should be the laziest river. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know if anybody has made the laziest river yet. But instead of an all-day patch, you get a one tripper. <laughs> and you get a sleeping bag at the end. Like, yeah, you don't even have to wake up. <laughs> Just the laziest river. What's that movie, Meatballs, where they tied the dude's bed out on the lake? You got that? You sleep around, go around the river? Beer slash oxygen bar. Just don't worry about it. You'll never want to leave. Man. That's a great that's a great concept, but I don't think we should do it in Texas, though. I think we need, we need to look elsewhere for, for this one because... I don't think it would work anywhere but Texas. Well, the only reason why I say that is because I'm ready for another vacation. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm thinking... You can go scout locales. Yeah, sort of... Start, uh, Scouting some places, you know, you do this. Down there, Hawaii, Hawaii, oh, yeah, Hawaii. Uh, I could be lazy in Hawaii. That, that definitely, Hawaii. yeah, in I've Hawaii. To a lot of uh, Hawaii. Uh, yeah, I've listened to a lot of comedians lately, and apparently that's the correct way to say it, Hawaii. And I'm like, all right. Well, yeah, when, when it was people, you're there, and you're like. Yeah, Hawaii, and people are like Hawaii, and then you have some people who are like Hawaii. It's like, man, wait, wait a minute, man. It is say whatever you want anymore. I mean, but it's it's uh, yeah. Y'all take all these exotic vacations. I knew a guy up in East Texas. He called him Gumbo Jimmy. He went on, didn't see him for two weeks. We thought he was in jail. I said Gumbo <laughs> Jimmy, where have you been, man? And this is a true story. I was running a little bar up in Seven Oaks, Texas, called the Redneck Saloon. It was the biggest dump in the world. And this guy, Gumbo Jimmy, comes in. and he, Between Livingston and Lufkin is that hellhole Seven Oaks. And then north of that is Dieball. Have y'all ever heard of I know of where Dieball Ball is. Yeah. yeah. Ball is. So we hey, say, hey, hey that's Jimmy. My, that's my people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's further north, though. But uh, no. old Gumbo Jimmy said he was spending two weeks on vacation. He didn't do a thing. I said, where'd you go, Jimmy? Dieball. <laughs> That's where he went. He went to Dive Ball. Wait, isn't there? There's a college From in Dive Ball, right? No, it's it's right now. Yes. There's one in Dive Ball now. Yeah, there, there, there is. Angelina College, right? Angelina College. Yeah, Angelina, Angelina College. Four yeah, yeah. bastards. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. One thing about that part of the state, and I'm not trying to offend anybody from up there, but you will go by. There are more veterinary clinics than dentist offices <laughs> anywhere. You go driving through there, and the dentist offices are all weeded up, and boards on the window, and signs that say "gone fishing" or whatever. But veterinary clinics are all over there. And then you get to Lufkin, Animal which means nothing. Uh, I look, hey, look, I love Lufkin. There's nothing wrong with Lufkin, but it's Lufkin. It's, it's just. Hey, look! Like my people are from from those areas, like Loveland, Lufkin. Loveland, yeah, Lufkin. Lufkin. Yeah, Lufkin. Lufkin. If, you ever, if, you're, if you're ever in Livingston, Texas, go to the Blue Duck. Awesome little place to eat and drink. I there. opened the Blue Duck. You opened the Blue Duck? I did for the Murphy family that owns the oh, building shit. and everything. Well, yes, hey, we've got two of the four taps in there. Do you? yeah, we that's do. right. You sure yeah, do. So, uh, uh, Chef Paul, Paul yep, Escamilla runs yep. it now. Good guy. Awesome dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Our I, beer, our beer sells real well there. But if you're ever in Livingston, stop by there. But good place. But John, getting away from necessarily East Texas, of course it could be brought around. You're mentioning to me how Gunner has uh, world traveled, and oh, I, I figured that if before the end of this segment, 
we should at least hear one really great story from around the world from Gunner about it has to maybe alcohol induced, maybe not. Um, but I figured that it would be a really great opportunity for him to share a story about that. Well, what, what, the first time we met, we're sitting here talking. He was like, oh, I was down here in the South Pacific doing this, this. I'm like, well, yeah. hold on, time out, man. You, you've traveled all over the world doing this. Um, I could, yeah, there, there are so many stories to be told. I don't even think we talked but about I, any but of I them yet. To, my point is I want to ask for at least one. Like, it, it can be East Texas, it could be, like, Korea, whatever it's going to be. But I think we need at least Wasn't hear a good a story, and Dally? you can pick what it's about. I was in Guam. I was Guam. on Guam for yes. two and a half years. I, uh, let's hear the story. When I was in the Navy, I wanted to, you know, I was going to stay in, but I listened to the old guys, and they say, get out. Tell them you're going to get out. They'll give you whatever duty station you want. So I said, all right, cool. That's what I'm going to do. So I said, well, if I can't have this, I'll just get out. They said, all right, we'll get back to you. So they come up to me and they say, okay, here's your separation papers. I'm like, oh, wait, hold up. I'm not ready to get out. And they well, too bad. You're getting out. So I picked Naval Air Station at Ganya, Guam to go process out of the Navy. Never been there. Never did anything. Did a little training type thing there. Went to work at a bar called Tahiti Ramas on the beach. <laughs> oh, my gosh. There was, it was a lot of uh, Korean, New Zealanders, okay. Japanese tourist type guys for Korea and Japan, that's like their Hawaii over there on Guam. Yeah. They loved me. They love anybody from Texas. And there was a large population of working girls that hung up and down <laughs> that Tumon Bay, Tumon Beach area that, uh, ah, what's the political correct word? You couldn't tell the players without a program, so to speak. So <laughs> there was one up there. Talented. They were talented. <laughs> well, they, they had a little something extra for the. The flair. For the gentleman. Yes. Flair. Ah, and flair. so yes. one night, you know, I'm, I'm talking to this one, and I didn't know, you know, for nothing. I'm naive. I'm from, you know, just didn't have no just kind of experience. Where, yeah. So I'm talking to this one. I said, man, you're a special. You know, I'm trying to put my best lines on there. So I'm like, man, you're a special lady. I, I don't know what it is about you. Can't put my finger on it, but you're different. And in the deeper voice, for ten dollars, you heard, can put your finger on Adam's it. Adam's what, you hear this? Well, if you put your finger on it, you'd know what it was. I was like, oh. Uh, <laughs> but we we used to mess with them all the time, and oh man, for a dude, you're fine as a mother. You know, a lot of fun out there. It's a lot like mantras, honestly. <laughs> but, uh, but over there, it's different mantras. because the, the the ethnic background is different than what you're used to seeing. So you can get really sidetracked and lost but i had a great time over there man it was a lot of fun we used to set that beach bar up you'd have to get there at five in the morning because you couldn't claim anything of the beach you'd have to get there early set your tables up on the beach in order to have it so there's many nights i slept in the bar trying <laughs> to so i could get there on time to work but i worked for a guy who uh he did all the promoting concert promotions and stuff and he, he had this crazy eye, man. It was glass or whatever, and I don't know Ooh. what it But he would drink Remy Martin out of a plastic cup. Oh. And you'd start talking to him, and all of a sudden that one eye would just shoot straight up the air. <laughs> and I'd be like, what the hell is this guy what, looking What are you at? looking at? <laughs> and he'd sit there, and he'd have to blink and stuff and try and cover it down and bring it back. <laughs> Standing up trying to follow that eye. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, Guam. I was in Guam. I spent time... When I was in the Navy, I got to travel all over the world. I saw all kinds of places. Yeah, yeah. I'd volunteer for every every deployment I could just because I wasn't married at the time. I was single. Didn't have anything holding me back, so I'd go everywhere. 
Sure. Everywhere they need. But I learned to love this business from that. I mean, it kind of gives you a sense of adventure, having fun. But you meet people. Make, yeah. It lets you meet interesting people. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was, it was, it was, met a lot of good, a lot of friends I still have to this day that I still communicate with and stuff like that, so. It's such an amazing industry, and even, like, worldwide, it's still such a small pocketed, no matter where you are, you know everybody in that industry, yeah. if you know that industry. I mean, so, like, I go to Denver now, and it's like, I know a lot of people in Denver, you know, and then yeah, yeah. I... You know, Houston's just like it's one of the third or fourth largest city, depending on what you're looking but, at. If you were to say like randomly, you're like, I'm going to Portland. You just throw the call out there. People are gonna be like, Oh, you need to go see this guy. You need to go see this guy. Yes. Yeah, and really they know cool exactly. They're like, No, go talk to this person specifically. Yeah. I just don't feel like there's many other industries that it's. Uh, they're open to be like, You need to talk to this guy. Yeah. Oh man, you're going to Portland. Well, then you need to talk to this librarian. <laughs> just, yeah. just don't see that. It yeah. makes sense. And it's like, oh, well, hell yeah, I'm going to talk to this library. It's going to work out for you. Because yeah. that's the back thing. It, maybe maybe, maybe like, like the theatrical world, it's maybe the same thing. I, I have no idea, man, but just fun. It's good. Let's take a break because uh, actually everybody's out of beers again. Drink of Ages, be back here at Onion Creek. start a brewery or distillery or you've been around for years the badass folks at cash branding has to be your go-to source for branded merchandise and apparel cash branding does it all from imprinted glassware coasters koozies tin tackers and bottle openers to dickies and red cap work shirts t-shirts and caps their apparel decorating options are top-notch offering embroidery and the latest trends in screen printing using water based and discharge inks to achieve that super soft feel artwork services and samples are always free why go out of town or use multiple supplies for your branded merchandise keep it local like we do let the badasses at cast branding the official merchandise sponsor of drink of ages kick your branded merchandise and apparel up a notch give them a call at 855-376-7638 or check them out castbranding.com And Bobby Harrell from Back Pew Brewing Company. That's the bad radio voice. Welcome back. Yeah, I know. I, every once in a while, I want to do just like the the old like do. You ever listen to the radio in the morning? Yeah, like FM absolutely. dial in the morning. Well, but that's where I, I really think it was crucial to have a team of people. You know, like like now the team is like two old guys and a young female. But you remember like Walton and Johnson? Yes. Like, I, yeah, that was yeah. a big one. Because that was before people forgot that Rock 101 KLOL existed. But Walton and Johnson's but entertaining. They, they owned it. They owned it. They yes. had the 420 show. Every day at 420, they show they played a particular song. It had a particular impetus with a particular goal in mind. 
And yet that has now been taken away from us because that was Raza 101. Nothing wrong with that. But we miss the old Rock Miss the old, miss the old stuff because now, I mean, it's like, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? It's like, well, man, I'm just too early for that, man. Yeah, yeah, turn don't that, want that. Don't that want that. On, just man. want some Let's guy just... to be like, look, man, I'm hungover and I kind of need a beer and we're going to play some rock. And uh, we're also gonna tell some jokes. This morning, we, so. I had a I had a female co-host for for a little while. She, I mean, she was great, fantastic time. Who's that? And, well, she married this now moved Austin, so uh, unfortunately, uh, she's no longer no longer part. But uh, yeah, it was fun, man. Almost yeah, considered yeah, it might be fun, man, to do something like that again. Have to Skype her in. Uh, that's that's definitely an option. Definitely have a nice an option. Bust. Say what? Have a nice bust. <laughs> Sorry about that. Was that. that was faith. cracking open a nice can of back pew. All right. So we're going to get our here, like, pulling it out. Like, you guys see that? That's my soapbox. Um, so called it over. Uh, I got that Wonder Woman whip, and it just, like, showed up. So, guys, uh, you know, we've had a great show so far. Um, you know, this is Bobby Harrell. We had Gunner on the show. It's been awesome. We're going to take a minute to talk about something in particular. And uh, it, it is not necessarily why I was on the show, but it's something we definitely want to talk about on the show. And that was the Addie's Faith Kolsch. Um, so if you're listening to this, it is the... A new beer that you guys uh, are releasing. That's right. Uh, it's two days from now, so it's the 14th. So you can find this around your local grocery stores. It's, it was a limited release, so I can't guarantee it's in every grocery store. The cool thing about it was, was so if you think about this time last year, it was a pretty rough time. You know, Harvey had just come through. And as craft brewers, we were thinking about how we could help. And so we were doing some things to help with the Harvey Relief, if you guys recall back about this time. So what this can, what this beer is about, this beer is about several things. Number one, it's about awareness. And so the, these folks from the Kingwood area, which is up near us, um, you know, they, they started this organization when they lost their daughter at the age of two to childhood cancer. And they said, hey, this, this really sucks. Um, you know, this, this is a really shitty thing to have to go through, and we want to try to help people not go through this. And so they said we should raise some money to help with the research with that. And they've raised enough money to have their name over a research facility in B. Anderson, so pretty legitimate. I mean, like, they, they really are raising money in a very positive way for this. And I said, well, it's a very Houston thing, MD Anderson, Kingwood, whatever. And so they asked me, I said, look, man, we want to do something like beer, because we see how very, you know, crap years coming on. A lot of people respect it. We would really like to be part of that to get our name out there. Because not a lot of people know about Ace Faith. They don't know about Addie. Now, are they really worried about their deceased daughter getting name recognition? No. What they're interested in is getting people to respect the fact that we could, we could do something with craft beer. And I think that that's the bigger picture. Um, this particular cause... Near and dear to, I think, almost everybody's heart, childhood cancer. Nobody can be for it. That's always that weird thing of, hey, this beer solves childhood cancer. No, we're not giving money to childhood cancer. We're giving money to kill childhood cancer. Um, but it's one of those things of, what can we do? And, yes, Harvey was a terrible tragedy. And, yes, we raised a lot of money for it. But we can do a lot of other things. So a portion of the proceeds of this beer, when you buy it, go to childhood cancer. But the bigger thing is awareness. So tell your friends about it. Be like, hey, childhood cancer is a real thing. It still exists. Let's let's like do something about it. And if you can do it by drinking a beer, why not? Um, in terms of what the beer is, it's a Kolsch beer. So light, bright, easy to drink beer. Four and a half percent. When I met with the Ace Faith people, they wanted to uh, dictate the beer. And I said, way easy, easy. Uh, back off a little bit. Uh, this is the fun. This is the part that I get to. I, this is my realm. But they, I can tell you the reason why it tastes like it tastes and the reason why it is what it is 
is they're traditionally Miller Lite domestic drinkers, and they said, look, we, we have a lot of galas, parties, we need something that's easy to drink. Now, you know us, being lager beer, German drinker, German beer manufacturers, German style beer manufacturers, we're Texans, so we don't make German beer, we make Texas beer, but German-inspired beer manufacturers, we love that. And so I've had this cold recipe sitting around for a little while, and I said, this I think it'll work out really well for you. So that's what we brewed. All right, soapbox gone. That's what Ace Faith is, but we wanted to talk about it. You need to go find it. It's a really great opportunity to support something awesome, and it shows that craft beer can do more than just be something awesome to drink. It really can support something that's really great for both me, the community, everybody else. I mean, it's good for everybody, and that's what's really cool about it. It takes us to the next level of doing something really cool. Now, can we make every beer a, a charity beer? No. But, you know, you find those organizations that really work, and this is a really cool one because it's a local organization supporting local beer, and I think that's really, really cool, which is exactly what Drink of Ages is about. So it's about music and beer. This is something a little bit different, but it's, it, it really works well. So, uh, you know, we had to come on, come on, uh, you know, talk our spiel, but, John, you're drinking it. I, I didn't bring one with me, but uh, DJ Muskratch killed his a while ago. So uh, DJ Muskratch, it didn't last very long. Uh, that was in between, like, I think it was the first segment. <laughs> that, that one was gone. Yeah, I mean, but it is. It's very nice Kolsch, way too easy to drink, and... And Bobby, man, I applaud you, man. This is a really kick-ass little situation that you're doing. And like I said, I mean, for, for a good cause. But I mean, there's a million good cause. There's so many things that's like, it's for a good cause. But it's like, no, no, no. This is actually, this is a really, really good cause. What? And you're putting yourself out there to help this cause. Well, that's just always tricky. And I got to tell you, any of you other organizations, so the minute we, like, announced that we were doing this, when I can, the, the number of emails I got for various other organizations was, was immense. Um, and it's not that I don't think that any of them are less credible. It has nothing to do with it. But you got to think about it from our perspective of there. You know, being at our size, eventually we'll be a little bit bigger. Um, you know, we're we're continuing to grow every year, and we'll do more and more and more as we grow. But we have to pick people who we really can partner with. And this was one where we could really partner with them because they want to be involved in, you know, getting events out there, things like that. It is a very cool deal because it's like we get to make a cool, unique beer. We get to make something easy to drink. You know, September. Now, the, the funny thing about talking about this beer, this is something that we can. I'm trying to, you know, as much as I love talking about Ace Faith, and I could talk about this all night long. This is one of those parts where me and John can get a little silly and talk about other things. Is they were like, well, what should we make? And they were like, oh, maybe we should do a stout because it's almost winter. I said, winter. It's September in Texas. <laughs> it's still it's 108 summer. degrees. Yeah, let's do something that's easy to, to drink. They're like, oh, yeah, that's a good point because most of us want to drink something sessionable. And that's always like a unique thing, a unique uh, value proposition. Not only can we raise some money for your organization, raise awareness for your organization, but what also makes sense for our drinkers. And so one of the ones that I thought was the most unique but also a very valid one, and I actually want to hear if you want to tweet at us, you want to you Facebook or Instagram at us, it uh, be interesting to hear your thoughts. April is uh, Autism Awareness Month. Color's blue. So if you notice, the Addie's Faith Pactex have a color that's a, basically a bright yellow, like LSU yellow. That's their gold, quote-unquote gold. And that's because that's Childhood Cancer Awareness Month, September Childhood Cancer Awareness. Well, April is that for autism. It's blue is their color. Could be a very cool one. I'd love to do one in the fall and the spring, things like that. Um, but I'm not just trying. I'm not. I'm not trying to do anything. I, I'm not making money off of doing this. It, but at the same time, I'm not trying to detract from it. I want to give it value. So I'm not trying to do every single organization out there because I can guarantee you, sounds somewhat negative. But there's a lot of organizations. They all have a month, and it, it, it can be detracting. 
So we want to really partner with some who are local, who are really doing something for both the community and for the organization. That's what I love about Ace Faith. If you can tell me that, look, this is what we're doing locally, here's what we're doing nationally, we're actually really coming up with a solution, I would love to support you. Um, if you're just saying that, you know, it's going to be a great thing, I absolutely, because there's a lot of great things in the world. But if I can't affect it in the same way, it's really, really hard for me to get behind it because we are still a small business. Um, and so it, it gets to be tricky, but this is a very cool one. It absolutely is. And just being able to, like, it goes back to community. You know, you said community a lot just then, but yeah. in reality, that's what, that's what, um, it's one of the most important things that you have in, in your area. Without community, you don't have, you just don't have anything. I mean, you just live somewhere and you don't <laughs> have the, you don't have that connection. And so yeah. with, with, with this beer, I mean, there's a connection to Absolutely. what people are doing around you and some of the, some of the horrible things that some of these families are going through. And, and I've just, got two dogs. I don't want to know what it would be like to have a child. That has to go through this at an early age. I don't. Yeah, I could that. imagine. I don't want to know that. Yes. So if this can somehow benefit helping somebody get through that, that's a fantastic thing. Because I can tell you, if my, well, I'm I'm a bit of a hard ass. If my dog had to go through chemotherapy, I'd probably put it down. But you don't do that with a child, um, and, and it, because it's a very very different thing. And so to make that call as a parent, I can't I can't even imagine making that call. Making that call as a business person, being like, well, you know, this that the other. It's a very different animal. But it's usually not life-threatening, especially in the alcohol business. Um, but to make that call as a parent, like, what do I do? How do I give that person chemo or radiation or that? As it, you well, use not, the world, but you're also very, sitting very there watching your kid go you through this stuff. You, I mean, you I mean, can't. I, I could, again, I can never imagine it. But if I could somehow help that parent not have to go through that, yeah. why wouldn't we do something like this? Absolutely. Well, it's a great cause, and so I mean, if you're out there listening, just just go out there and pick up a can or a six pack of the Addie's Faith from Bagpew, and help support you know the the cure for childhood cancer. Yeah, so, thanks, John. Man, I was, thank you, Bobby. Uh, man, it was it was a fun show, man. Uh, I, I hear Onion Creek. Onion Creek. Onion Creek. It's steak night Wednesday. San uh, steak. San steak. <laughs> we. we, we around having a good time talking too much and we missed out on steak we guy. missed out on steak night uh, I, don't, I don't even know what menu they have right now honestly uh, cafe i don't know uh, there are places around here for food uh, there there are places around here. ranch water but no they do you have ranch water appreciate you hanging out bobby uh back Thanks brewing company they're just on the north side of town man if you haven't been over there go check them out they have some really kick-ass events coming up find it on facebook and uh man go out there and watch some live music out there it is it's a cool experience that you can get and also drink some pretty fantastic brews at back appreciate it uh i also want to thank gunner crew man this dude this cool as can be here at onion creek man i met him i was like you know what chill as hell we need we need to sit and talk for a while and uh, that's what we we actually talked for a lot everything that there's only a small portion of the show actually ends up on the show most of most (laughs) of the conversations have it It in between segments and most of them can't be put on espn so Correct. Yes. Uh, but, no, fantastic guy. Onion Creek, cool-ass spot right here in the Heights off of White Oak. So come by, drink some beer, eat some food. I also want to thank No Label Brewing Company for sponsoring the podcast. Go pick up some Brew of H, Pell man. Right now, Coogs doing what they're supposed to do, looking really good. And Brew of H, you're, you're supporting all that cause. So uh, talk to everybody next week. We'll be back at, no, oh, next week. 
Great American Beer Fest. GABF. That's next week. Yeah. We'll be in Denver. I am, Things will get silly. I don't even want to think about how that show's going to go. Giving, who are you giving the keys to? Oh, man. Just tune in and find out. No liquid lunch? Not this week? <laughs> Not this week. No, we're going to do a show in Denver. Oh, dear Lord. Yeah. Maybe I should go. Yeah. <laughs> Whew, it's going to be. Hang out. We'll hang out with, uh, with Miss Salazar over at New Belgium. That would be pretty rad. It's, uh, it's going to be a Denver kind of kind of time. So everybody uh-huh. be safe out there. <laughs> go Astros. Talk to everybody next week.